Welcome to another episode of Six Minute Monday, where I give you six tips and tricks to make you more efficient and effective in the weight room, the boardroom, and on a football field. Tip number one, it's a coaching tip. This tip can go either on a football field, it can go as you're coaching somebody at work to do something, it can go as you're coaching somebody in the gym, it can go as you're coaching yourself to do something in the gym. If you're going to do something, only give that person one tip at one time. Let's take a very tangible example of, let's say, the, uh, the barbell back squat. We don't want to give that person five tips as they're about to walk into that squat rack because their mind is going to be completely jumbled. Give them one tip. Yeah, there's a hundred things you can tell them, but on this one set, we're going to focus on this one thing. If you tell them five things, they're not going to get any of them right. Tell them one thing, focus on that one thing. When they get that thing right, then go to the next thing. Don't overcoach because when you overcoach, no one's going to be able to execute, including yourself. Okay, tip number two, something I'm experimenting with. It is called a knees over toes single leg calf raise. All right, I got this from the knees over toes guys, Ben Patrick. Uh, And it, it sounds like exactly what it is. So you lean against the wall, you put your knee over your toe, and you're only gonna do this on one leg. All right, so you're gonna put your knee over your toe on that one leg, the other leg will come off the ground. So you basically feel like you're driving into the wall because your knee is over your toe. And then you're gonna perform a calf raise with that one leg. It's awesome because it's single leg work, it's working on your ankle mobility because your knee is over your toe, and you're also getting some really good, uh, I'd say big toe work by trying to drive off that big toe as you're doing that calf raise. Uh, it's It's a triple threat. It's been really good for me. I've only done it a few days, but uh, it, it's not only is it challenging, but I really am starting to feel a difference when I walk and with the prehab of my knees. Okay, tip number three, a quote that I am thinking about. Most wars are won before they are fought. That's from Sun Tzu. I'll say that again. Most wars are won before they are thought, fought. Now, there's a there's hundred different ways you can take this thing. One of them, the way I was taking it, because you see it on some football locker rooms, it's about you need to prepare. Maybe your war was won in the weight room. Maybe your war was won by watching film. Maybe your war was won by the the X's and O's that your coaching staff put together and by you memorizing a playbook. Maybe the war is won as you get up to the line of scrimmage and you stare that guy in his face and he looks away and you intimidate the hell out of him. Uh, That's completely up to you how you want to think about this. But again, most wars are won before they are fought. Okay, tip number four something that I was watching that moved me. I was watching a football life yesterday. It was uh, the Eddie George special, sick running back from the Tennessee Titans. And they cut to Ray Lewis. And Ray Lewis, let's go back to the war is fought before it's one thing. He is standing at the line of scrimmage and he said, I always look at people's eyeballs. I look, I stare at them. And if they look away, I got them. He said, that cat, he never looked away. And I knew there was another male lion. He said, and you know what happens when there's two male lions? They're equals. They go at each other and they battle. And he said, I realized after first meeting Eddie George that I only weighed 220 pounds. I had to gain weight because I couldn't keep up with this guy. He was going to crush me. He said, you know someone's great when they make you change your game. But I just, I love that these two fierce competitors went at each other continually. If you remember those old Titans-Ravens games, it was sick. They both got at each other multiple times. But that analogy of uh, saying that we were like male lions trying to battle it out, agreed Great point, Ray Lewis. Love you. Love your motivation. Okay, tip number five, a productivity tip. This is for people that are are homeowners or even if you're just bringing your car to the shop. My tip for you, this productivity tip, is to be a good customer. So in working for my dad for uh, 
almost 30 years on his heating and air conditioning truck, you wouldn't imagine how many people will call you up and say, oh, my furnace is broke, I have no heat. And then you go to get to their furnace and there's no way to get to the furnace. If there's like all this stuff in front of it, you have to climb over something. And now instead of being at that person's house for maybe 30 minutes, you're there for an hour because you can't actually get access to the thing you're trying to work on. So if you're having somebody deliver something to your house, make a clear and accessible pathway. If someone's gonna work on something, make it easy for them to get to that thing. If you're bringing your car to the shop, you know, make sure everything's, they, they, and also it's a great idea to tell them the symptoms that you're hearing, how long you've heard them, so now that mechanic, that whoever it is, has a head start to fix that thing. So this is a productivity tip. You're not only helping them, but you're helping yourself because uh, you know, we've had a lot of work done in our house. Some things I can do, some things I can't. But when somebody's doing work in our house, we make it easy for that person to do the work. We basically make all the preparation stuff go away and they're in and out and we can get back to our lives as fast as possible versus having somebody in our house, in our home for double the time they should have been because we weren't prepared as homeowners. Okay, tip number six, the uh, craziest thing I saw all week. I'm gonna combine this with the greatest thing I saw. It was actually two things from what we're calling the young bloods, the young guys from Moore that have been training with our crew. There's two great things. Last Monday, we go to run at Owl Howell Park. Their cars are there, they're sitting in their car. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, the run starts at 6.15, the lights are on, their cars are facing the field. I don't know uh, what, what the hell was going on in their cars, but we, we actually start and almost complete the warmup and these kids come running out of their car like Willie Mays Hayes in Major, Major League, like the guy who was late. Uh, and they run and they actually do the work. We're like, what were you doing? They're like, we didn't see you guys running. So I don't know what these guys were doing. Two of them were in one car. One of them was in another. They were probably talking to each other out of the cars, but paying no attention to other cars pulling up or guys starting the workout. So they were there on time, but uh, they were soft because they started late. The second cool thing, again, from these young bloods, we get a video from one of them. Uh, it's late at night. I don't know what, what they were doing, but uh, this, what they were doing before this video, but one of them uh, decides to do our sprint drills down the middle of a street. So he's on a uh, pavement. He's got his right, it's a single leg fall drill. He runs, both of his sneakers fall off, but he doesn't finish the run. Like he, he, actually, he actually doesn't stop when his sneakers fall off. He actually has really good form with no shoes on. He finishes that sprint, gets to the end of the block, turn around and, with, and turns around and sprints back with really good form uh, for a guy who you know, got no sneakers on in the middle of the night. So uh, I was highly entertained. Hopefully they didn't uh, disturb their neighbors, which they shouldn't do. But the fact that they uh, integrated our sprint drills into whatever they were doing at night, hopefully something positive was happening. And the guy literally ran himself out of his shoes. All right, people, have a good rest of the week. Talk to you soon. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Element. That's L-M-N-T. What's Element? Element is the product that came into my life at exactly the right moment. I've been training hard. I've been sweating like a maniac. But unfortunately, after my sessions, I could never kick that feeling of dehydration. It didn't matter how much water I drank. In fact, the more water I drank, the worse it got. My body was telling me, you need more. You need electrolytes. But I refused to go and buy some sugary sports drink and put that garbage into my body. Enter Element. What's Element? It's a tasty electrolyte drink mix. That's right. I said tasty. They have seven different flavors. My personal favorite is mango chili. But most importantly, it's got no sugar. It's got no gluten. It's got no garbage. There's got no guilt. Take it. You'll feel better. You won't feel like a bum after you drink it. You won't feel any guilt after taking it. To get your element today, go to drinklmnt.com backslash George Mahoney. Again, that's drinklmnt.com backslash George Mahoney. Get yours today.